Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, so, all right, so, all right, Matt, this is, I know you're having fun with this, the, the mystery guest thing, so I guess we got a couple minutes with a mystery guest here, so mystery guest, please sign in. Steve, my guy, it's Mike Kosicki. Mike Gasicki. <laughs> oh my goodness. How uh, are you, my doing, friend? Man? I am doing so well now that you've called. Uh I'm so proud of you, brother. You're doing such great work down there in South Florida on the field, off the field. Really proud of you. Yeah, no doubt, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It goes all the way back to the time of state college talking with you and all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate it. Uh it's been fun for sure and I'm happy to be on today. Well, uh, so what has it been? I know I always ask. It gets to be a business, obviously. And what's really great is you've always just stayed grounded through the whole thing. But and that, that your family and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's it been like? You know, how do you still keep the game part of it that you've loved so much in there while separating the business part of it? Yeah, I think that that's the, that's like one of the main things is that you can't lose sight of. You know what what you're doing um you know and you know my profession is to play football like how i mean it's it's amazing it's a dream come true and you know every aspect of of the phrase so uh to be able to play you know football at the highest level for my job um it's it's something that you know i'll cherish forever and that's why i work so hard and why i appreciate every day so much because i do what i love um and that's why you know when you see me out there making plays and you know, I'm running around acting like a little kid because that's what I feel like when I'm out there. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying myself, and I get to do it every day. I watched you improve so much every day in every aspect. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just catching the ball, but as a blocker and so forth. Since you've gone to the NFL, what refinements have you made that have allowed you to be even better at this level? I think uh, the biggest thing for me since I've gotten into the into the NFL is just in my route running, um, you know, releases off the line because at this level, you know, it's the best of the best. You know, you're getting, you know, everybody's, you know, best shot each and every week. Um, and I've gotten to a point in my career where, you know, sometimes I'm getting, you know, some of their best cover guys and they're covering myself. So, um, you know, it's definitely a challenge each and every week. So you got to have a plan. you got to, you know, be prepared, you know, watch some film, understand how guys play. Uh, you know, just become more of a professional uh, and just kind of taking some things out of um, some of my teammates that I've played with as well, you know, how they prepare and doing, um, you know, how they go about being a professional and then, uh, you know, just going out and then executing on, on Sundays. When I talk to younger people, which includes obviously an audience of parents, you are an individual that I cite. And this is one of the reasons I cite it, uh, is that you were not just an outstanding football player in high school, you were player of the year in basketball in New Jersey as well, but you also played volleyball. And I said, I felt it may, it gave you a well-rounded experience because you always told me, it's like, you play volleyball for fun because it was fun. You're good at it, but you play it because it was fun. But I always felt that was made it a well-rounded experience. Am I right about that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I when I was in, when I was in high school, um, honestly, growing up, I was always around all sorts of sports, you know, with with both, with both my older sisters and you know, my dad coaching them and coaching me, um, I ran track in middle school. Played you know a little bit of baseball when I was super young. Just like you know doing everything and anything that I could to you know be around sports and you know help myself become a better athlete. Um, I think that you know all of those sports that I've played 
um, and competed in have helped me become the athlete and the competitor that I am today. I think it's down, and not only that, but you know, sometimes you get into a grind of a sport, and then the, the other, another sport ends up being an outlet for you. I mean, I, and I kind of felt that was like for you. You always told me it's kind of like it was just a fun outlet for you. Yeah, it was just something you know, something that, uh, the next thing to look forward to. You know, I wasn't you know just locked in you know shooting jump shots every day or catching footballs every day or you know spiking volleyball, whatever it was. It was you know it was just kind of moving on to the next season. Um, and I always said you know. When they're oh you know what's your favorite sport I was like well in, in the spring it's volleyball in the fall it's football in the winter it's basketball like <laughs> that's just kind of how that's just kind of how it always went and that's uh, awesome. it didn't really matter what sport I was playing because I love competing I love you know working my tail off trying to help my team win and that's you know that aspect of the sport it never gets old. Uh, I know the Dolphins are going to are going to go through a coaching change so you're going to wait mm-hmm. and see on that obviously but as the season played out. Off to a tough start. What did come together because the Dolphins became a team nobody wanted to play the last two months of the season? Yeah, we got hot, um, and uh, I think that that's you know something in this league. You know, when when you when you finally find out how to win, um, you know you you lose. You know, you beat yourself more times in this league than than you win. So I think we finally just turned a corner and learned how to win rather than to stop beating ourselves. Um, so, you know, we minimized some errors. Um, you know, we started making some more plays, and we started playing smarter football, understanding different situations, and, uh, you know, putting that to the test, you know, each and every week. And then we rallied off about eight in a row. Um, and But, I mean, when you put yourself in a hole like that, um, you know, there's really no more margin of error. Uh, so we ended up coming up, you know, I think a half a game short of the playoffs. So, I mean, that's, that, that's, this, that's this league. Um, so, uh, you know, just another lesson learned understanding how small the margin of error is in this league. And what did the Penn State experience do to instill a winning mentality in you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at my first two years at Penn State, um, you know, pretty just in average, you know, years. I think it was like seven and six and seven and six or something like that. And uh, so I think, you know, to go through, you know, just kind of understand how, like I just said, how in the NFL, you know, in college football in the Big Ten, the margin of error is also slim. Um, and then in 2016, you know, we didn't start off too hot, but once you find out how to, you know, stop beating yourselves and you and you start getting, um, you start making big plays and you start, you know, understanding situational football and understanding how to win football games, you know, then we got hot in 2016. I think that that propelled, honestly, Penn State to, you know, where it's where it's been and where it's going to and all that kind of stuff. Um, we learned how to win and we learned how to. You know, compete and to play in big games and play on big stages, and especially you know in front of the best fans in the world. So, and finally, uh, Thon is coming up, and you were always very active in that, and mm-hmm. have stayed active in it uh, even afterward as well. Obviously, with your shoes and so forth. Uh, yes. Any any words for the uh, great people at Thon as they get ready? At, in a, um, I don't know what. Uh, I think it's next weekend. I believe that that they're going right. to have it here. Any words for them? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, Thon's always super close, you know, to me and my family and our hearts and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, I still keep in touch with, you know, a lot of the a lot of the people that I've met through Thon, um, you know, including the Net family and Landon and, you know, their entire family. And But honestly, I mean, everybody that, 
has anything to do with Thon uh, should be you know super proud of themselves each and every year because of you know what they're doing and you know how they're helping um, and then obviously you know the families and the children um, that are affected directly uh, you know they're the biggest inspiration and they're they're the, they're the reason behind it all um, so any any help or any you know notoriety or you know anything that we can do to help them is, is always is always worth it um, so you know always think of always think of Thon and, and all those kids and their families and everybody you know directly affected with Thon. Mike, well said. Always proud of you. Thanks so much, my friend. Thanks for calling. It really means a lot. Absolutely, Steve. Man, I wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't rather do anything else today, man. I appreciate it, and I uh, love chatting with you. All right. Hope everything's going great. It's going great, Mike. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one.